I'm Steve Morgan, founder of Cybersecurity Ventures and editor-in-chief at Cybercrime Magazine. I'm here today with Joanna Heisman, SVP Strategic Insights and Research at Before, the world's first and largest new school security awareness training and simulated phishing platform that helps you manage the ongoing problem of social engineering. To learn more about our sponsor, visit knowbefore.com. Joanna, welcome. Great to have you back with us. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be back. So you and I have had uh, conversations about research, which is incredibly important in our industry. But here today, we're going to talk to you about women in cyber. And you know, you're one of the best people to talk about it because you've been in the industry for so long. And back in 2013, according to a number of different reports, there were about 10% of the positions uh, in our industry filled by women. Uh, statistically, I don't know if that's exact or not. It's certainly not the type of research that you're accustomed to, but at least it gives us a frame of reference. And I'm not even going to put a number out because I want to steer away from that in this interview and just say, we're seeing more women. And you know, I'd like to know, uh, are you seeing the same thing? Are you seeing more women in our industry uh, compared to earlier in your career? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, I certainly see it at No Before, and I know we're going to talk about that later, but I've seen more younger generations of women enter and thrive in this cyberspace, right? And I think it's partly due to like the introduction of STEM programs in K through 12, as well as continued education at university and colleges, which weren't available many, many years ago, certainly when I was coming up. There are different pathways now where girls can be introduced and can explore cyber in ways that just weren't available. And so I see that driving interest uh, in the space and then effectively within advanced education and career choices for girls. Um, And that's really promising. Yeah, you know, you mentioned K through 12, you know, the younger girls, and it was only, I think back in 2017, when Palo Alto Networks worked with the Girl Scouts of the USA. We had Sylvia Acevedo, the CEO of the Girl Scouts of the USA on with us at the time. They introduced this idea of cybersecurity badges. And I think we were all enthusiastic, but not sure where that would go. And now we're at a place where I think between 250 and 300,000 girls have earned badges. So that's promising, getting getting a lot of them in. So uh, you mentioned no before. If I have it right, about half of the employees there at the company are women. And that's unusual and it's fantastic, especially because you're a cybersecurity company. What's the culture like there and, and how did they get to a place where you know they're at 50%? First, relative to our hiring practices, we evaluate all candidates equally and we lead with the level of talent, of course, right? Um, but I do believe that our culture attracts very strong talent, and then that strong talent attracts more strong talent, right? The people that work at Know Before tell their industry friends, their family, their communities about what a great place it is to work, um, and then in turn, they want to work here too. Uh, I will tell you, like on an average month, we get upwards of 30,000 resumes, which is a lot. But our culture, it's really balanced and, and it is unique. And I've worked at you know enough companies to know how unique and fortunate we are at Know Before to have a culture like we do. It's built on kind of a, a few different pillars. The first is extreme ownership. You know, everyone owns their kind of sphere of responsibility and takes full ownership for their area. Then there's transparency, and we call it radical transparency. And we start the day off every day off with about a 15-minute company-wide, all-hands-on-deck employee meeting 
And through this, you know, we get updated on kind of the, the good and the bad, what's going on. Um, and because of this, our employees, you know, look at the freedom that they have and it builds a level of trust uh, because their knowledge level um, certainly has increased and is greater. And then we celebrate, we celebrate a lot and we celebrate everything. Um, and we're really big on professional development, right? And so we give uh, the employees the tools that they need to succeed, but then we also provide them with support, right? And so if it's support outside of Know Before, we certainly offer that. Um, and I think the last pillar would be around valuing diversity and inclusion. Um, and we recognize, um, you know, the overall value of building a team which draws off of, you know, different backgrounds um, around the globe and different experiences that our team members have had and are having now and are having with each other. And that's important. And as a result of all of this, we have ranked as a best place to work for women, for millennials, and in technology nationwide by Fortune Magazine for the past three years in a row. And then we've captured either the number one or number two position in the Tampa Bay top places to work um, for the last seven years. So, you know, not only within our industry, but outside of our industry, uh, know before certainly has a name for a company that, you know, drives a really strong um, and unique and engaging culture. So you mentioned Fortune Magazine. Uh, they do great work. They put out the Fortune 500, as you know, every year. And once a year, we go through that company by company, and we identify the CISO in each one of those companies. Unfortunately, we're not seeing a lot of movement. Uh, it's been three years in a row now, and the number of women who fill CISO positions at the Fortune 500 is 17%. So I'm wondering you know, what your take is. Uh, are we hopefully going to see that number start to move up at, at some point? Is, is that being taken out of context, an anomaly compared to the movement we've seen uh, in women filling other positions where the numbers are going up? This has been a male-dominated industry um, for a long time. And in that domination, women have been left to question, right? And am, am I welcomed in this industry? Do I belong? Do I have uh, the right knowledge? Do I have the right experience, right? And so traditionally, it's been a boys club. But I want to stop and say that, you know, the, the thinking, the overall thinking that girls are just not interested in cyber, that's not true. I think that as girls and women become more interested in cyber at a younger age, that's going to help build confidence and, and competency in these females to know that they can hold these big leadership roles in security very confidently. And as more women join, um, I think that, you know, there'll be a, an increase of female mentors uh, that can help, you know, shepherd this younger generations to a higher level of readiness to take on these roles. So with our industry attracting more women, we're also seeing more women getting involved in cybercrime, unfortunately. Trend Micro put out a report that was earlier this year saying that women make up around 30% of cyber criminal forum participants. So a, a lot of recruiting going on, and you cover both sides of this, cybersecurity and cybercrime there at Know Before. What are your thoughts on you know, more women getting involved with cybercrime? 
Yeah, I mean, you got to stop looking at that image of the guy in the hoodie, right? And so, you know, this kind of underground community, they don't discriminate uh, for gender, right? And so we're seeing that increased presence in females. And then we also have kind of this community, right? So they value experience and and skills um, like nowhere else. It's kind of, I, I liken it to the the musical show, The Voice, right? Where people are judged on their ability to sing, not whether they look the part of a performer. So here, you know, in, in these kind of communities, you really might never know that you're engaging with someone of, you know, an opposite gender of you, of yours, right? And so kind of all of these misperceptions or misguidance about females in cybersecurity and being, you know, either less technical in nature or being less interested in nature kind of all goes out the window uh, because, you know, it is one of these, you know, the, the underground, right, this is a community where there's not a lot of insight to the actual people piece of it. It's interesting, but uh, I, I would expect that to continue going up, uh, just that I would expect women becoming more of a presence in kind of mainstream cybersecurity. So you mentioned uh, girls in STEM earlier, and you know what we hope happens is they move from middle school to high school to college, ultimately into the workforce, and, and enough of them pursue cyber. And I think in order for that to happen, at one point, they need role models. They need to look at people they can identify with. One of them, in our opinion, is Anna Collard. She's great. She's one of your colleagues. She's the SVP content strategy and evangelist at Know Before Africa. She's based out of South Africa, I believe. And she won the Cybersecurity Woman of the Year Awards in Las Vegas recently. Tell us about Anna. Yeah, I mean, you know, Anna is a powerful, she's an important presence in this industry. Um, and to say here at Know Before that we are fortunate to have her on our team would be an understatement. She brings a tremendous amount of value. Um, she's a critical thought leader. Um, she's got knowledge and experience that helps motivate people, right? Motivate people around her, uh, not only kind of within the community, but outside of the cyber community. And, you know, she offers the industry a lot of great you know, data through her research um, and her analysis. I mean, her written pieces are um, just, you know, works of art, right? So if you haven't had an opportunity to read some of the, um, you know, white papers that Anna's written or attend some of the webinars, I certainly would make some time to do that. Um, you know, Anna's a gem. I admire her. I learn from her. And she's a great representation of, you know, what women are and, you know, more women can be um, within cyber. I brought up Anna because uh, the two of you both go back quite a while in this industry. So she was on the vendor side. She was the founder of a company, Popcorn Training, that No Before ultimately acquired. But but it goes back quite a bit. And you go back quite a bit, you know, back to Gartner. And even before that, a lot of people know you in the industry. So it's interesting to see, you know, two people, you know, coming up in the industry and, you know, now working together. And, you know, there are others there at No Before. Did you know Anna from before the company, from before No Before? Yeah, I mean, certainly when I was at Gartner, I knew Anna, I knew of her, I engaged with her when she, um, you know, led popcorn, and she was always a force. So it was great, because I, 
gravitated towards conversations with these, you know, really impressive, confident women in cyber, and, and Anna was certainly one of them. But I actually had a, a little bit more of an unorthodox route into cybersecurity. So I had this really heavy organizational development background, and I was brought into a large global organization to build a security awareness and training program. Um, and to manage crisis communication. So it was kind of like baptism by fire, but that actually set me up with the practical knowledge that I needed, right? So I, I was a practitioner in this space, and that knowledge led me to Gartner, and that was just a natural step because I'm a writer by trade. And so then I was able to share kind of everything that I learned on the front lines with our customers, um, and then talk to and conduct research with some of the best minds in the industry. And, and it was thrilling. And uh, I took every advantage of that while I was at Gartner. So, you know, I think that, you know, when you're looking at um, kind of my background, what it shows is that there's a lot of avenues to get into cyber. Tell us a little bit about that as it might relate to young people. Any message you might have to, say, girls who are in college, maybe some are studying computer science, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to pursue cyber, or even others who don't necessarily have a technical background, and even to you know women in any field who think you know cyber is intriguing, interesting. You know what, What's the message to them? How much of a background do they have to have to consider a possible position here? Yeah, I mean, it just depends on what you want to do, right? I would say jump in. You know, no before is like, um, you know, any other company from a construction perspective, right? We've got an IT department. We've got a marketing team. We've got a PR department. We've got human resources. We've got everything that other companies have. And so with all those kind of varying necessary skill sets, um, you know, lots of different backgrounds and lots of different interests and educational platforms, you know, marry really well. But I would also say, you know, don't be intimidated. Uh, I know that this can be an intimidating world, right? It's what the bad guys are up to. It is probably some of the most interesting um, time that I've spent in my entire career has been kind of the study and research around cybercrime and cybercriminals. Don't, with any apprehension, just kind of jump in um, and, you know, see whether or not it's something that kind of fits what you want to do, because it, it is so exciting and there's so many opportunities and, you know, women should and will play a greater role in this space. Thank you so much for joining us today, Joanna. I hope we could have you back on next year at this time, leading up to Security Awareness Month, and we'll be uh, talking about even more women in, uh, in the industry as we head towards 50% where we belong. Perfect. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Steve Morgan, founder of Cybersecurity Ventures and editor-in-chief at Cybercrime Magazine. Joining us today was Joanna Heisman, SVP Strategic Insights and Research at No Before the world's first and largest new school security awareness training and simulated phishing platform that helps you manage the ongoing problem of social engineering. To learn more about our sponsor, visit nobefore.com. You can keep up with all of our media at cybercrimemagazine.com.